0: Hello Arcs. It's me, Anna Manna, and this is King Kazma. How you doing? Hey, what's going on, guys? I'm doing good, man. Uh, you listen to Oracle Fleet Podcast Episode 5, your weekly podcast for PSO2 news and information. Not much news this week, but uh, specifically this is for the global server, and we've been filling our time, waiting for some news with some uh, great content creators and streamers around the place. So today we're joined by Keiji. I hope I pronounced that right.
1: No, but it's fine. <laughs>
0: oh no! Um, and <laughs> you can you can tell me after. And PSO2 content PSO2 content creator on YouTube, partnered streamer on Twitch, who also plays ship. Two welcome. So how do we pronounce it then?
1: It's a Keoiji. That's how you're supposed to, you're supposed to use American pronunciation on that. Okay. Yeah.
0: Awesome. And also we have Karopi. Who is also a PSO2 content creator on YouTube, who specialises in news and guides? Ship to person, also thanks for joining us on the podcast today. How you doing, mate?
2: Yeah, no problem. It's Glad to be here. Doing good. Doing good. Good to hear.
0: Um, so we're going to get straight into Q and A. How long? I'm going to start with Kurope, How long have you been playing PSO2 for? I feel like you're like a, a long-time Japanese
2: veteran, right? <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> I literally, you know, when PSO2 got uh, announced on the global server, that was the first time I've ever even heard of Fantasy Star, the entire series. And so I am really new to this. And uh, yeah, I've never, I was never part of the hype train of like waiting for the website. Like when the website came up and everyone's like, oh, it's coming to the west and that all that wait. I wasn't there for that. i never played the JP server. I knew nothing about the game except for Ship 2 on the JP server was the English server. So everyone's playing on Ship 2. I was like, all right, cool. I'm playing on Ship 2. That's all I knew about the game. And um, yeah, I'm not a vet.
0: (laughs) That's all good. I mean, the hard part about being a a Japanese vet is the amount of animals you have to take care of in Japan, right? (laughs) Yeah, of course. Of course. Veterinary clinics. I don't know how many they got over there. But um, Kyo Eiji, what about you?
1: So I've been playing the Fantasy Star series since the Dreamcast whenever it came out. It was one of my first online games that I've ever played. Period. Um, and it kind of shaped a lot of a lot of the way that I, like I played games going forward. I went from Universe, uh, which is how I got the name K.O.E.G., There's a long story behind that one. T-L-D-R. Uh I was making fun of one of my ex girlfriends, and it kind of backfired, and now I'm the one stuck with the name. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, uh, as far as ps 2 goes, I've been playing this now, uh, I played it originally back in when it launched on the C version, um, and then that flopped, stopped playing, came back a little bit later for um, maybe the end of episode 3, um, stopped playing, then came back again for a small portion of 5, then officially started playing when they announced it, coming to the west in the Japanese server when episode 6 launched. Nice. um or not launched but they had just released uh phantom so i started playing that and then finally about a year later i started maining it as soon as it came out on uh on global
0: awesome on xbox wait so did phantom drop day one with episode six or was it like a few weeks in it was uh we're talking like on jp yeah yeah so it was oh yeah that was day one yeah that was day one okay. on episode six yeah, I remember coming back for episode, like, I played a little bit of episode 5 way back in 2017. And I just remember, like, PS2 was out of my memory at that point. And then they announced episode 6 very, like, it feels like it was very recently. It's only been t- since 2019 that episode 6 b- has been out on Japanese servers. That yeah. time has gone by so fast.
1: When when they announced it for Global, like, it's coming to Global, holy shit, this is amazing. Uh, that's around the same time that Phantom dropped amazing yeah
0: because i i was looking yesterday we got the twitter campaign going for um ps2 right now and they registered it in late 2019 that twitter account so it makes sense um all right classes what class do we play we'll go with uh we'll go with kag first
1: so right now i play with wall uh prior to that i was a braver main and then back when I played on JP,
0: I was a twall. And then prior to that, I was a bouncer main. Awesome. Do you um, do you know the Kensama Creed off by heart? <laughs> no. <laughs> 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 so so I guess not a braver main, just a braver then.
1: Just a the braver, yeah.
0: <laughs> what about you, King? What are you playing at the moment? Oh, right now
3: I am. I am. Aggressively swapping between my Gunblade and my phantom. I don't really know what to do. Like sometimes I just get bored of one thing and just immediately spend like 2 million meseta to get the mats and then swap to the other thing. I just keep swipping my revelate weapon over and over. Uh, I can't really stay seated
0: right now. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> what back Karofi? You're a you're a
2: braver main, right? I'm a braver main. Yep. <laughs> Never changed. Didn't stay did you consider main. going to phantom? I did. I tried Phantom for a bit and then I was very stubborn because, you know, anime weeb. I was like, no, I'm going to use Katana only. <laughs> then I tried Rod and I was like, oh my God, what am I doing with my life? Because Rod Phantom <laughs> is so easy. It's so easy. Yeah. And then so I made my third alt the Rod, Rod Phantom. And then like, I have a great time playing that class. But my main is still going to be Braver Phantom because mm-hmm. nah, I, I just like it. I like the play style.
0: Yeah, I I
2: did a little bit of
0: Rifle Phantom when I was leveling it, and for some reason I just got this like picture in my mind of like just some some young dude cosplaying, fl- flailing around a rifle, and that's basically <laughs> <laughs> it's like Yee-haw! Um <laughs> I um I've actually I don't know if I said last podcast, but I've been meaning Force recently, Force Phantom. Um, mm-hmm. With fixes are okay, but the damage. It feels like it's on par with when I was summoner, but with le- less effort, which is surprising because I've always thought summoner was the no-effort class. Um <laughs> that, anyway, favorite content in PSO2. So King, what's your what's your current favorite content? Uh so
3: far, it is it's it's my current, and then it's my most hated at the same time. So right now, uh for the past five days, I have been grinding uh mother's omnipotent yep. solo and i've been trying to get my hands on steadfast will which gives you the 13 percent normal attack increase and i love it because it's such a good way to kind of test how strong you can get and you can also use it as a way to push how good your rotation is and how well you can dodge stay alive because we all know Deus is the father of all lingering hitboxes yep um so with that i love it but i hate it because i still haven't dropped that festival, well and i think i'm
0: about 200 triggers in. <laughs> um that's one so. of those um that's one of those sgas that would be great for something that isn't using their normal attack all the time right like a, a force uh, or
3: yes uh but specifically with phantom and hero with hero's third sword swing and phantom's third shot on the rifle does about 200k damage Ooh. another 13 percent on that is
0: really good yeah that does sound good uh what about
2: favorite content Kurope? um my actually i don't play the game that much i really go on and i do dailies i log on at exactly reset time i play one hour i log off and that's because Genshin reset time happens then. So I log on to Genshin Impact, I do 1 hour of that, then I go to dinner. Now after dinner, I come back and I do Black Desert and then I do Princess Connect and then I go to bed. <laughs> so so you... my di- this is like structured for yeah. me. <laughs> I feel like but, uh, yeah, I feel like once dailies. I
0: um finish PSO2 for the day, I'm just like napping. <laughs> i gotta question my life choices no, just kidding the game yeah. is surprisingly draining i like after a couple of hours uh yeah. when I was doing um my key grind for episode six dropping i feel like i had to take like a, a five-year nap after that <laughs> <laughs> uh what about you Kaiuchi? so it,
1: it really varies based on day I'm actually one of the few
0: that i that i would
1: say that i really don't mind uh running mining base for the most part um so i would say that unfortunately mainly because that's where i also got my uh my uh, my spd my Sky Dancer's Boon,
0: that's probably my favorite just because it treats me so well mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah <laughs> i feel like if you go to classic and run around on that that kind of urgent quest you do well but if your class is literally just waddling across the map it's hell
1: i feel like what a lot of people don't know about spd is that the classes that could just pump out damage are the best you don't need a class that can traverse the map because if you're traversing the map too much you're putting yourself at a disadvantage Mm
0: -hmm. because
1: then something spawns things get out of control really quickly yep and you can't react that quickly it's just impossible
0: That was, like, with the VR version, the main thing you really need to do, especially for that one, is make sure everyone's in their own lane. And with a little bit of crossover on the sides going into central and and so forth, but for the most part, um, yeah, if you're... I had had times when I I was trying to teach people how to do it on stream, and there was one or two matches where I was literally, like, on the wrong side. And my whole team's on the I'm like I done the whole preparation like okay we're blue team we're gonna be on the blue tower and I'm over on the red tower and it's like you gotta you gotta really concentrate with that otherwise yeah. you can just go south and, fast.
1: I mean, I feel like if you if you if you have a dedicated group, it goes by a little bit easier because the, whoever yeah. is your middle group, they're the ones that roam and everybody else stays in their lane because you're not focused on points at that point. Mm-hmm. You're just everybody now has a dedicated this is what you're doing yep. and if you don't do it 50 dkp
0: you go no go ahead i i wasn't gonna say much <laughs> uh,
3: okay <All> right. <laughs> yeah, fine uh so i was gonna say like i think one of the most annoying things about that quest is when uh, so I always have this habit like I, I scream for this thing is when the you know the suicide bombers when they run straight to the towers and everyone kills them but they don't take out the bombs on the back so mm-hmm. I just see them peel over and explode and I'm just like no and then the <laughs> tower loses like 40% HP yep. I'm just, I just go cry in the corner for the next two waves
0: you know what the best part is the- when people What's try on? to put the the burst barrier when the Esker crab uh, bug jumps on the tower And it doesn't do anything because they're going to shoot the legs. I do that all the time.
3: I don't know why. I think that's a force of habit at this point.
1: Mm. Honestly, it it just prevents the damage. It doesn't stop (laughs) the thing from going down. It just prevents the damage. That's the only reason we do it. Yep.
0: (laughs) Um, All right. Favorite periods for... Actually, I didn't say my favorite content right now is logging in between ships and when the fishing daily was a thing. getting as many star gems (laughs) as I could (laughs) especially ship 4 I love ship 4 because you have the high chance of no one being in on those arcs leagues Um, that's the that's the big brain thing for ship 4 players is that they have free reign of winning their arcs league Um, but sorry let's go to favorite period for PSO2 Um, in recent memory I guess King for you what's yours been? my favorite period yeah, what's uh, your favorite recent memory?
3: Monday. Oh, recent memory. Oh, well, I, well, I guess favorite favorite
0: recent because I guess because we're always talking about this with people anyway. Um, Definitely was launch day. Yep. Um,
3: one of the biggest things is like throughout my time when I finally got to play Fantasy Star Online Two on PS4, I noticed that there was like no no view or ship on the game. Yep. When launch day came. It wasn't the viewership that was getting me. It was the amount of people loving a game that was so great for so many years and never got its day in the the sun because of the fact that it was locked behind region for so long. Mm -hmm. Um, I got to see some of my favorite streamers, people that I look up to and close friends hop on a game for the first time. And basically experience what I've been screaming in their ears about (laughs) for the past couple of years like man you need to play this and they're like well I don't want to do all that Kanji stuff that's all you and I got to actually you know sit with them and talk with them and see how they're experiencing it and all of them said this was a great game Um, though they felt New Genesis was better once it got announced they were like I'm just gonna wait but it was just nice to see the game finally get its light and get its recognition for the first time in a
0: long time so yeah, yeah, that's good. I I remember like launch night. Um, <laughs> I, I'll, I'll probably just bounce off this of mine. Um, I was in Cammy stream and also T Rex, who are, both of them are Destiny content creators. Um, and it was just pretty much waiting room because no one could get in. Uh, but it was just interesting to see how many people were turning out for it. Like that, the viewership on the game on that day was was. I mean, it wasn't you know hundreds of thousands of people. I can't remember, but um, it was still there was still like a good vibe lots of people hanging out and then when it finally came came to to play it was just good to see so many pe- people on the servers as well um what about all right what about KG what about yours
1: so i guess my my favorite memory has to be around the same time um because like i came from a lot of people who used to watch me in warframe right uh i've been dipping around in variety for a, a you know a good bit at this point so fantasy star finally comes out in the west and a lot of these people who saw me play the japanese version they're like it's in the west what do you mean uh question marks and i'm like yeah it's 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 right now it's available on xbox and it was it was really cool seeing all the influx of people come back like it went from uh by the end of the day i think we were at like 400 maybe 600 people who were watching just this just my stream alone you know these are people who a lot of them were brand new a lot of them didn't know what the hell fantasy star was but a lot of them were like bro this is really cool because the warframe viewers knew that every single time i would be like if the game comes out of the west i'm playing that that's it there's nothing else that's gonna stop me and (laughs) yes a lot of people remembered that and they're like it's finally here i'm like yeah do i see them anymore no because now they're too busy playing the game and that's the best part
0: yeah that's the best part yeah that's like the hard part when you are streaming is that on one hand, yeah, it's it's amazing to have um, people playing. Like, every now and then, you'll have you'll probably have people lurking anyway or people uh, watching and chatting. But um, as long as you're able to share your love of the game and encourage other people to play it and they... I mean, whatever. If the game's not for them, it's not for them. But um, people right. giving it a shot and people actually, you know, sticking around and playing it, um, that's the thing. That's, like, my biggest focus is just to have as many people enjoying the game and understanding it as possible, right? Right. Um, my viewership for myself should always come as a second for me. That's my mindset.
1: Yeah, like I look at and before I was in another alliance, but now I'm I'm actually in my community alliance and seeing how that was thriving. Um, And for the first couple of weeks of ship two, they were ranked six. And that was like, most people are just now getting into the game. They don't know what the hell they're doing. And it was really cool to see that it was like, damn. We did. This is what we accomplished. Me and and my moderator Fear and a whole bunch of other community members came together to create this. And this was, it was it was such an awesome feeling. Yeah. When PSI launched,
0: we got Fear in chat as well. So, uh, shout out to Fear for (laughs) for doing the hard yards. Uh, So Karopi, what about you? I actually, I'm drawing a mental blank when you said you started, but um, from that point until now, I guess. What's your favorite moment or period of the game?
2: It's actually there's two parts the first time when I realized that how do you symbol arts that was amazing sec and then the second one was when I first heard the concert the Kuna concert for the first time I was like what is this why is there a concert holy crap the music's actually really good um but yeah for me it was definitely back when block 69 was still a thing and uh I was with my people there. It was great. (laughs) 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 Uh, I think it does.
3: I think the thing about PSO2 is a lot of it's uh, a lot of its content does speak for what it could have been uh, years ago. You know, when you think about it and you think about now, like how big Fortnite is um, and you go back and you see how PSO has literally done everything Fortnite has done. For the past couple of years, the in-game concerts, the crossovers, the—I I, mean—and then having all that plus an amazing quality of life aspect, um, it, it really gives me a lot of hope for New Genesis. You know, starting a new, being global, and having that potential to be like number one mm-hmm. as far as the free-to-play mmos that we have on the list right now because i've tried to go back to and play a lot of them and i just couldn't get into it so it's going to be good to see what they do with this
0: yeah and i guess that kind of bleeds into our topic we're going to start talking about some new genesis stuff um obviously um i in the room a lot of people have been waiting for it uh, regardless of um the fact that some content will carry over um <clears throat> some people don't really care about that about that stuff like um cosmetics and stuff like that and whether or not we i mean we still don't know about how weapons and some equipment will be transferring over and be implemented into the game and that even the process of transferring but uh, we will get to that once we actually have more information so what we're going to be talking about in general is some bits we've seen and then some more concept um kind of stuff so we'll start out with the new player experience and should it be redone with PSO2 and with new Genesis um, I might actually start off with this one and I think so for me right now with PSO2 I think one of the biggest hurdles for people getting into the game is that it even though there are arcs missions guiding you through um, a certain path and there are you know client orders with Aethon, Kofi and all of that um, if you're unfamiliar with a PSO game you're unfamiliar with an MMO in general I feel like it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a disassociation cloud when you start playing the game because there's just so many things and there's so many prerequisites. Like um, I was making a new character on another account the other day, and you have to do the forest exploration, which is an arcs mission, um, and that'll open up doing arcs missions with Athan. and then once you do the talk to Athan, Kofi will start talking to you. You do the Kofi stuff, and you could level up to level fifty at that point. You'd get the Meseta rewards for the weekly arcs missions, but you wouldn't be getting the experience rewards because you need to do subclass. Um, And there's all these little things where where the game does guide you to those things. It doesn't explicitly say you need to do these things to get these rewards. And I think that's one of the biggest things that they could improve on is just being a little bit more transparent on what you're getting out of it. And also in general, guiding players better than a few uh, little carrots on a stick that are kind of, potentially in their peripheral vision um like i think we were talking about us on the arcs fleet discord the other day and i was saying like we're trying to th- th- talk about something that would be good for it and i think um acts all of the um starting acts all of the starting um client orders or arcs missions and make the player go from npc to npc who will teach them a specific aspect of the game until they've reached the final part of that course going from npc to npc then it says here now you can access all your client orders here's the arc's uh mission system and then go from there because i think that at least give them a baseline i don't know everyone learns differently and there's probably like it's probably not a perfect way of doing it and there's probably better ways but uh we'll start with um we'll start KEG. what about about you what do you think in terms of new players?
1: It's funny because I was thinking about this because, like, we, we've we've you and I have had this conversation recently um, when we were playing with Tamson. Yep. And it, it it got me thinking about the way that JP does it, and the the difference, the biggest difference between JP and Global is the fact that there is uh, no level cap quests,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? In Global, you can go straight to ninety five without any worry in the world. Whereas in the Japanese version of the game, you have to do your level cap client orders then you have to do them uh, for your initial base classes and then you have to do them again whenever you play your scion classes and i kind of felt like global as much as that is a progression stopper for a lot of people i think that in and of itself helps that new player experience on levels that the average player don't even see at first they're like Mm -hmm. i think that's just one thing that people just took for granted uh originally um and because it forces you to then discover your npcs discover the client order system it uh, forces you to learn enemy uh, enemy names and archetypes and stuff like that and there's just so many things that just come from that that it's just that's your tutorial and it happens as you level up and every time you do it um but when it comes into new genesis that may not be the same thing so if they were going to redo the new player experience for pso2 original i feel like they just need to start all over scrap you know scrap that in both. Uh, global and on JP and start with an entirely new player experience like they have the the opening the opening quest for the story and maybe pull something like destiny or um, some other games and maybe not do it on the day of launch but eventually just redo that entire beginning story sequence just so that way it's easier for people to ease into the game because people who want to play new Genesis they're gonna have a completely different experience than when they play ps2 original yeah
0: absolutely and that's the like that's the thing is that in some cases um those those of us that we we had an explosion yeah that was uh, that was my <laughs> king's mic <Mike. laughs> oh oh was it
1: yeah it's, it's my mic is my camera's glowing
0: green every so often his is just going i think that
3: might be my headset it
0: may be too loud i don't know (laughs) um i was gonna say that like you know and in this topic we're really only talking about like this is unrelated to what we've been discussing right now but um and there's more for anyone watching is obviously anyone that is familiar with ps games or pso probably has less of an issue with this um there may be there's i feel like there was a big disconnect with pso2 um when it did drop and i'll, I'll only gloss on this because we got other people to, to chat about this but um the biggest disconnect i felt coming from pso1 was there was a lot of people playing pso2 as if it was pso1 and that created a lot a lot of issues with mags and stuff like that uh so i think they could have done better with that uh, but we'll we'll go with we'll go with king you're up
3: Oh, I'm sorry. What was it? I was trying to figure out what was going on with that sound. I'm so sorry. Do you need just... do you need a little bit of time to check in? Uh, no. I just I, it's nothing. Actually, yeah. I figured out it was probably just my headphones picking up on everyone because it's it's around my head. Okay. So probably just sound popping out. Uh, but what were we on with the uh new player experience? Oh, so as far as that goes, um, I like everything that's there i would like for them to do a little bit more when it comes to upgrading on combat so when it comes to pas and such now the multi-weapon system may add a little bit something we're just not seeing yet but uh the thing about some of the pas and pso2 is like even when you play the bravery it get the reason why i stopped playing braver is because it got kind of boring uh completely relying on soccer the endo like 90 percent of my gameplay um and with phantom why i like it so much is because i'm using every single pa because of the shift variants, and it makes it so even though i have like those original four pas it expands more and then it turns into eight and that always just kind of connects more with me but having those different options and turning a class to be more optimal so we have some pas or ranger that we use but then there are some that you just don't use because they're just not viable yeah um I've been kind of expanding on that. I think you it might have skipped the header question. It. Wait, no, new player experience, <laughs> like for
0: um stuff that helps people get into understanding the game. <laughs> 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 like, like I could like PAS could be like a thing. Absolutely. Oh my
3: god, my brain is everywhere right now. That's oh, okay, man. Uh...
0: <laughs> I, I've, I've done the same in the past. Like, wow. do you like do you think PAS in general and like training players on how to <laughs> yeah, play their class? This, I,
3: I think I did I, that I yesterday. That, I we think playing. the player training does <laughs> make it a little bit better, though. That much is very true. Um, because a lot of things that weren't explained, like the extra bit of damage percentage that you get when you are when you are just attacking, that yep. was never really explained. That's something that people had to learn. And then a lot of new players coming into PSO2 at the time didn't know how significant just attacking was. And then some players still don't know how significant just attacking is. Yep. So, I think doing more than just kind of showing the core elements of the class but just showing the core elements of combat in general uh would be very
0: good to have in your back pocket yep i think you're still having a little bit of crackle i don't know if you've got like a cable or something that might be a little bit loose or something
1: i'm gonna i'm gonna piggyback on that real quick uh while you fix your mic um that's another thing that i kind of um i i just hope they do away with the just attack system as a whole because new genesis isn't gonna have that so why have that in one game and not the other? I just feel like there there needs to be some sort of continuity, even though the game the, the, the gameplay is a little bit different, core elements like your damage system should in fact just be the same across the board, period.
0: I think as well, a weird thing with that, and this is something I see pop up often, was that um, a lot of people seem to think that just attacks is part of being a pro gamer and if the action is like increasing with something like new genesis i for me like if i can just reduce one more one more thing on the top of my head that i have to think of i'm doing you know timing up my attacks i would rather be focusing on what's happening on the play field rather than just single target stuff trying to you know hit all those perfect attacks kind of thing
1: yeah i mean i i kind of feel like it's a rhythm game eventually you just get into the rhythm and it doesn't even matter (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah, that same bit kind of works for me because fighting games. So you kind of have to be <laughs> on
3: cue with everything. You yeah. got that combo, it's a rest in peace.
0: Yep. Yeah. Um,
2: all right, Kurope, what about you? What about the new player experience for you? I am a filthy casual, like I enjoy mobile games because I can just click next, 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 next. And then I kind of get the gist <laughs> of what's going on. I feel like if PSO2 had something like that, where it forces you to go to like, OK, this is the quest person this is the daily person this is the weekly person and it forces you to walk over there to talk to them then click next and then like maybe have like a search feature for like noobs at the corner yeah click on that and it's like auto path to whoever and then i could have that feature that would be very nice but then again you know i'm a filthy casual who plays mobile games so I like I like stuff like this you know I'm, I'm I,
1: sorry he's talking about playing mobile games meanwhile I have Grand Blue Fantasy <laughs> open in the background <laughs> I,
2: I have AFP Arena opened up on my phone
1: <laughs> Dragon
3: Ball Legends
2: <laughs> yeah you know I, I'd like to see something more streamlined Because the way it is right now is I really like the freedom the game gives you right now. It's like, okay, you're in, you're an arcs operative, do whatever the hell you want. I like that. But I need like some sort of option where I can maybe like toggle on or off like a tutorial where it'll actually tell me where everything is. Because like a lot of new players that come into the game, they come in. They level up a little bit and then they're like, I don't know what to do because they skipped this the silly video thing that pops up at the very beginning because it's like super low res and it's just like, what the hell is this click off, right? And um, they get lost immediately because that video literally explains what you should do next. Yep. And um, yeah, I feel like they should make something a little bit short and sweet and something a little bit more digestible for new players.
0: I think as well... Um in general i've been feeling that new genesis feels like it's definitely a lot more streamlined in that regard it feels like there'll be a lot less to to understand just going over the footage like there's not really any i so i was going through the new player stuff the other day uh on another account and um the amount of pop-ups as well that just it feels so excessive that at some point um when something is done in excess, it gets to the point where it doesn't seem important, so people will just con- consider it a spam and just turn it off. I think that's one of the biggest issues, especially with people starting out right now. It just, I mean, that's
1: just the it's just the system from like back in you know 2012 yeah. and stuff like that with JRPGs. Because if you if you play a lot of older JRPGs, even still, they all do that. It's just I don't know why. It's hey, we're gonna overload you with all this information right now let's go and then it fucking <laughs> then finally once you start playing the game it's like you don't need hand holding you're the shit out of your damn self <laughs> i i honestly
3: feel like as we go further into pso2 it's kind of weird though because now that we're in episode six everyone's getting the episode six treatment so even with new players that hop in uh you know after like this recent campaign everyone's getting like a million exp tickets so as soon as they hop in they don't really need to learn anything they just go straight to their visiphone popping an easy million exp ticket and they're already level 30 and they don't even know what just happened next thing you know they're already midway through the game and they barely even learned the basics so uh (laughs) i i don't know at this point but um uh, i just hope that something more stable comes with new genesis because it feels like they are taking some elements from 14 Mm -hmm. and i do like that uh they're trying to keep people from what i saw in the the trailer it looked like they were trying to keep people in the open world which would be good because especially for new players um it'll help them become more immersed and it'll help them become more familiar yeah. with the open world and the map and everything And that'll just help them learn
0: a little bit better that's like actually like a huge thing i think they need to do away with experience tickets and boosters because that I feel like the content should be better scaled, rather than requiring requiring to apply these things. And like when uh, Koiji and I were playing with Tams the other day, it's like, oh yeah, just use this ticket, just get to thirty. Let's just keep going. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and it, I mean, scaling content in general, like hopefully. Mm um it'll be cool if maybe we're out in the field and we're fighting enemies it would scale like maybe a friend is fighting this enemy and it's level one for them but for me at level 95 it's like level 95 it'd be cool to have that so that everyone works together and no content is irrelevant i don't know yeah
1: and i i agree i i i agree with that uh I want to say to an extent, but I don't, I don't think it's there. I just, I think I agree with it as a whole. Now, uh, I know we're, um, I'm going to jump a little bit forward into the, into this topic real quick. Um, but when you think about the new player experience, like what happened when we were playing with Tams, the moment you hit 50, maybe 60, because of the amount of dead content that's in the game currently, it's not that it's dead. It's just, there's no use for a lot of people to be playing it right now. Right. So, like, let's say advanced quests that used to be a very good hub to be able to get full time boosters and, you know, eventually trade that uh, ultimate boosters in the Japanese and Japanese version of the game right now. There's no reason to do them at all. Mm -hmm. So you have this weird disconnect from level 50 to 60 to 70, where you don't know what the hell to do, even if you did know how to play the game.
0: Yeah. And this is something we're going to we can mix and match because it actually blends in well. Was a content refresh like in general, like on the end game scale? There's a lot of these, um, stuff like you said, advanced quest, buster quest, maybe extreme quest, but they're kind of like off to the side for their own thing. But, um, I guess that's the problem with like, especially some content like Bewitched Woods, it starts at a certain level, and then you've got other content that starts, you can only do it at a certain level, you know. Yeah. Um, I think in general that's a, another part of the problem is that it's not really telling players what they exactly need to do and especially with players coming back if they've had a little bit of a hiatus is that they might come back and be like oh yeah i'm gonna level on advanced quests it's like mate um advanced quests haven't been relevant since like 1965 <laughs> oh i thought
1: he was about to say something <laughs> yeah, like, There you <laughs> no. no i was i was just i want to see if that fixes it because it's actually annoying me. <laughs> But honestly
3: like Throughout the throughout the years of PSO2, I think uh Challenge Quest is something that's definitely been slept on for something that could have been marked as really good content to like keep pushing with all the new maps, uh infiltration and everything that we got. And we just never seen like a roguelike infiltration done for mm-hmm. challenge Quest, And I I actually love challenge Quest, because I love roguelike. It's like finding of Isaac, but I get to play it on PSO two and that makes me happy. Yeah. <laughs> no binding advisor crossover <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: <think. laughs> I mean luckily enough like challenge quest isn't dead content even on jp like they just introduced one of the new newer challenge quests that plays better so i mean it's just a matter of time until global gets it and then that's revived but yep i, I completely agree that it, it it does need to happen sooner rather than later
0: i think in general um i feel like the game would benefit if at a high level um means they could at least take all the different quest type, advanced quest, um with like you said, they're doing it with a uh, challenge quest, but even Buster Quest, if they maybe added an ultra hard difficulty for any of those that kind of capped out at maybe very hard or super hard or extremely hard, um dangerously cheesy. Uh and basically um added an ultra hard difficulty. And then if there were specific materials that were in a lane of those different contents i think it'd be really cool like i go into advanced quests and i'm farming ultimate boosters or i go into this other quest and i'm farming um maybe some trash 15 star weapons that i can dismantle or something like that i think that'd be a good quality of life feature and um allow people to play the quest types they actually enjoy
2: uh what about what about karupi what about content refresh I i think it's about the loot it's all about the loot Like, people aren't doing it because you don't need that material anymore, or it doesn't provide anything of value anymore. So if, let's say, Advanced Quest, if they had, you know, the chance of dropping Ultimate Boosters, for example, everyone is going to be on that, for sure. And I feel like they need more options, but I'm sure, like, when when we move forward in Episode 6, we're going to get more options, right? But, like, Skydance Boon, that's something that everyone wants but there's only mining base and luther ultra heart that you can farm for it right now and maybe we should have a little bit more options and um you know as for ultimate boosters the lumen stuff all that jazz like sure you know we've got divide quests that'll give us all of that but maybe we should have a little bit more options to revive a lot of the dead content like if buster quest or extreme quest or whatever also provided some of these materials we needed for our weapon breakthroughs or to make our newer weapons, then I'm sure a lot of people would start farming it. And it would also help out the newer players, sort of. Uh, Maybe we'll do some balancing or something. But in my opinion, I don't think that is in Sega's um, priority list. They're probably just going to do whatever JP has. We're going to modify a little bit, throw it onto Global, and the main focus is going to be New Genesis. That's my take on thing.
0: Yep, makes sense. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I agree
1: with you because right now, like we're we're talking about it, um, there's really no reason for them to go back and revive a lot of this content until New Genesis is squared away. Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: What well, about you, King? What do you think? Uh,
3: I mean, I agree with these guys. <laughs> That's I mean either either into New Genesis or until the the update comes out with yeah. the graphic update because i mean they they have said that they're going to keep pso2 going so hopefully with the new update they find i even if you don't revive some of the old content bring in something that's more promising to players to keep them on pso2 because you don't want to put money into this update one as a business and not have anything to keep people on og pso2 otherwise it just comes off as a waste unless all school unless people who are moving over to new genesis just want to go back to play you know you're not
0: really bringing anything new to the table mm. I think as well that idea that I've mentioned about the ultra hard stuff the other potential problem that would rise up in the future would be that if you have more content that people can play it also spreads the player base thin on each bit of those contents as well that's like another huge issue.
1: I mean, but I don't really I don't really see that as a as a a huge problem because it'll be um, a lot more people playing just as a as a whole. Like we were playing fantasy star universe yesterday and I kind of went back and I was like, man, we used to I used to farm a lot of these missions, but for what? Yeah. And it came out like when we did Sleeping Warriors, Sleeping Warriors, I farmed that for the Waddle Wing. When I farmed uh, some of the other missions, there were like particular units or weapons that, you know, would only drop in that mission. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and it makes sense to divide the player base to an extent because the, now everyone's going to have their 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 different goals like I'll, i want waddle wings all right cool so i'm gonna get a, grab a group of my friends we're gonna go farm for this and then all right once i get my thing then we're gonna go into the next and we're gonna play that or we're gonna do that mission farm for the next thing and you just always have like a checklist and it always makes it so that there's this rotating round table of content that you're doing because there's something brand new to get yep. that you can only get from that mission
0: that makes sense yeah and like there was a lot less of a loot table as well um back then yeah. with psu uh and king hasn't played <laughs> of us, right we're gonna we're gonna have to take him under we're gonna our have,
3: that was all size to me. He was speaking gibberell. We'll have to, we'll have to um, <laughs> run you through it
0: sometime. I know kurope like got too much of a schedule with um,
2: the... Uh... Yeah, I've got I'm not doing too many games at the moment. <laughs>
0: no, there's nothing wrong with that, homie.
2: Wifees are I...
1: important.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um. So we've got some questions in the, in the chat. We will be getting to some of those topics a little bit later. And also we will be doing viewer Q&A later. But we've got a few topics we're focusing on now um so let me just get my spot multi-weapon system i'm gonna let king lead with this because i feel like king has some feelings about multi-weapons it it intrigues me but it also scares me
3: How uh, so? uh so it intrigues me because it does open up a lot of windows here uh so say if you have a fighter but you also have a techer, you can play techer fighter um you can have the ability to boost yourself you can have the ability to open up those weak spots on enemies as they said you can open up brand new weak spots and then you can easily swap over to your knuckles start dealing massive damage that part is very interesting that makes me believe that in the future we can have classes that basically work for themselves uh to be able to run things solo and or run things with people and be able to be more of a anchor for teams especially for people who aren't either as good or who are new to the game so that intrigues me what scares me is that i feel like it is an idea that and this is you know throughout the history of ps02 this has happened i feel like it's an idea that's going to start off good but it's not going to age well Um, so it's going to be a mechanic in the game that just isn't going to take off as well as we may see, um, one of the things I was thinking that may be really good about it is say, if I'm playing Ranger and then, oh, sorry, if I'm playing fighter and then I have Rangers, a multi-weapon system, then if I swap into my gun, I would love to see a ability like a passive things to help kind of push the whole multi-weapon system to say, oh, if you swapped into this rifle there is an ability on this rifle that says once swap using the multi-weapon system it gains blah 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 or it does this and debuffs or a b and c this that or the other that would then kind of help push it for future content in case any bosses come around with new abilities but again only time will tell about that but i'm just hoping that it's not a system that's going to die within like two updates of new genesis
0: yep what about you karepi what do you think of the new uh multi-weapon system coming in
2: I'm a little bit more positive (laughs) I think it's it's a it's a great idea I mean I want to see it like in action and see how it works but I do like the fluidity like because right now let's say you know braver like you have your katana braver and you've got your bow braver but in order to switch you have to switch weapon palettes, and you know that's the scroll up or scroll down or you've got a button macro for it and it feels a little bit clunky but like, let's say there's a um, you know, I used to play Blade and Soul, and uh, Blade and Soul <laughs> has a, a simple mode. Grace. You know, again, this comes back to my casual background. Like, I want to be able to just hold a button; it does my entire rotation, <laughs> and I can just sit back and look at pretty lights and big numbers, and I'm oh, happy, right? <laughs> <I loved it. laughs> so, exactly. Like, you know, I, I'm a simple guy. I, I want things to be simple for me. But, you know, obviously I want the complexity as well. So if you want to go sweaty, try hard, like you can do everything manually and gain like, you know, a 20% DPS increase. Like if you play perfectly versus if you want to be brain dead monkey and hold down a button, you know, you can still do 80% damage and you still do okay, right? Yeah. So um, I I like the weapon switch system, though. It sounds cool where I can be like up close and personal. I have a katana when I'm far away, automatically switch to a bow and start shooting, you know?
0: i think the interesting the first the first thing people mentioned right was knuckles and jet boot mix and Mm. as long as there's no heavy requirement of weapon action with jet boots i feel like that could be interesting if they changed up and added some if they add pas that benefit other weapons i think that'd be a really good system or maybe like a sub pa system uh where it doesn't require you to be playing you know prime as if you're playing that class as a primary like if i'm fighter and i do have uh jet boots as a pa attached to my knuckles um it'd be good to at least not be burdened by the fact that you need to play it as if you're a bouncer right i don't know what you think about that Keg.
1: so i'm incredibly positive about the about the weapon swap system for uh, quite a few different reasons um but I guess to to back on to backtrack on cosmos point of being skeptical is when we were looking at um the the capsules and the affixing system uh what fear and a couple other people in the chat wound up you know pointing my way was that while there might be one damage type it's all just flat attack and that's just it they seem to have multipliers for melee ranged and technique damage so it'll only apply to ranged uh ranged weapons melee damage and then technique damage like those capsules are easily seen in the the footage yep um so i'm not worried about the complexity of is it going to be that i can uh, use my knuckles and then use my jet boots to be able to hit something and how fluid is it going to be that's not what i'm worried about my my ultimate worry is that the end game is going to be a little bit different how is my damage going to be affected as by using this as a result do i then need to affix my prop my weapons differently does my multi-weapon system need to be affixed on its own you know what are the fine details that allow me to then do my extra 20% damage because realistically, I can press three buttons and Oonga Boonga my
3: way through things (laughs) as it
0: is.
3: (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that's that's what I'm worried about as well, because when you look at PSO2 now end game, you're only using a weapon that is chosen by your class, you know, playing fighter or playing braver hunter and then picking up a sword. Right now is completely out of the question if you want to do any viable damage so to have that system you would also have to make it so those weapons are also viable towards in game and they don't have to be like super strong but they at least have to get you through otherwise unless you're adding those side abilities they really aren't much use
0: yeah and one one quick thing i'll touch on before we move to another point because we're quickly running out of time um it does look like there's one I'm not not talking about multipliers but it looks like there's at least one stat point for damage which is going to be good rather than getting into the trap of affixing range when you're actually melee or something like that. Yeah. Um, but just quickly moving on to... I'm going to try to... I'm going to actually we'll wrap up with one topic and this was some, what someone actually asked about and that is what identity to, does PSO2 have as in casual hardcore and I guess fashion could be part of casual but also thoughts on do t- do some players take it too seriously being hardcore and it, the game i mean the game isn't competitive right i don't know who wants to who wants to kick this off with a discussion on identity casual hardcore okay where'd you Piropi, i kind
1: of i kind of feel like you would you would
0: have a, an interesting an interesting take on this one being the
1: casual
2: <laughs> i mean all right so so my take on pso2 is actually really simple it's As long as you can play however the hell you wanna play it, it's perfectly fine for me, right? So I play really casual. I do, I log on, I do my dailies, I log off. You know, that's an hour's worth of uh, gameplay. And I'm fine with that. You know, I don't have Skydance Boon. I don't have all these crazy affixes. My attack power is like 4,000 or something. You know, it's not, like, super duper crazy. And I do have Alliance members and I do have friends that have, you know, they're super min-maxed. You know, they're, like, 8,000 attack power and sky dance Boon. They've got, like, multiple sky dance Boons. And, like, it's, like, sure, great, you know? It doesn't matter that much because at the end of the day, it's a video game. And as long as you guys can play with each other, like, I think hardcore as well as casual can coexist. It doesn't... It doesn't have to be like this game is hardcore only if you're a casual player get the hell out right it it doesn't have to be that way i feel like you have content for casual players you have solo content for hardcore players but the only thing that you kind of need to uh you kind of need to make a compromise on is all right so the sweaty tryhards should be able to get things more efficient that's that's a given because they're playing the game a lot more and they're try they're investing a lot more time into the game while money. The casuals, sorry go ahead no i said in money i'm sorry i was side quoting yeah <laughs> and then for <laughs> and then for casual players like you should still be able to get all the materials you need but maybe at a slower rate because you're playing you know you're not you're not doing the hardest content and that's what and that's something that i really wish that sega would do It would be, for example, you need ultimate boosters. Mining-based Ultra Hard gives ultimate boosters. But if you're a casual player and you don't know what the hell you're doing, and you go in and you have a bad experience because everyone's flaming you, because you guys just wasted 30 minutes of their time, because you didn't know how to defend a tower, or you didn't know how to activate this panel. And, you know, that feels really bad as a casual player, because you're getting flamed, you're like, shit, man, I'm never going to do this again, because, you know, this is clearly for tryhard content. But maybe if you could do it on extra hard and instead of getting seven ultimate boosters, you get like one ultimate booster every run or something along those lines. So you can still do casual content, still have fun and still feel like you're progressing. Versus if you want to go super try hard, you progress faster. And that's kind of my take on things. I think balance is is good. That's the problem Mm -hmm. is like for the
0: longest time, the PSO2 has been a thing in um in the west there's been a lot of people maybe not a lot just a lot of very loud people that have made it seem like if you don't have the best gear in episode three if you don't have like a 100 or 200 affix weapon that you're a terrible player when the content didn't even demand it and i think that was that's the biggest thing is that there's i hate to say it a lot of pick me energy in regards to um there's a sentiment that you need to have this mindset, and you need to be playing at this level, when 90% of the time it's not that serious. Um, what would you give me some some uh expressions on that, KOG? How do you? No, feel?
1: I was I no I I agree with you. My expression was just because I'm like yeah I, I kind of agree. Yeah. Um, <laughs> because I'm I am I am probably in in the mix of casual hardcore. I grind very heavily to get what I want, and then I kind of. Get back a little bit right because that's just how i i, I enjoy the game currently because i know that i'm gonna want to do genesis drops i know that i'll put a lot more time into this yeah. i will be hardcore yeah. <laughs> um, um but like it's it's a little bit different like i want players to be able to feel that that you know that that means a progression i want them to understand that they can exist I want them to know that they don't need to have the best of fixes because there will never be a day in which unless you're doing some of like, you know, Omega, uh, Omega Masquerade and you plan on doing that every single day of your life, or if you even plan on doing the future content, which is solo Sodam, damn, um, you know, where you're fighting the final boss of the game by yourself, there's never going to be a need where you ever have to have that crazy amount of like a fixing you never have to need that that damage and all of that shit's optional because everything that's in solo Sodam, maybe minus a few weapons is available everywhere else in the world of the game and that's one of the cool things that you know that we're going to get into uh here soon um if you're hardcore you get everything handed to you but if not then you can continue playing the game at your pace to be able to get everything right mm-hmm. but for the casual player base it's kind of like we were talking about this uh before it's like you're you suck if you don't have phrase decay come on man put it on every weapon you're always gonna be in a party it's like there's no reason to treat the game like that no you're not gonna be in a party every goddamn day of your life second why (laughs) why do you act like every single person has to listen to that bit of advice yeah what if i want to do something a little bit different you know going back to the whole moba scene you know because that's where uh i had originally came from as a content creator before you know before anything it was always the players who were the best who in a lot of ways they were like man fuck the meta and then they (laughs) blew the meta away and then apparently that becomes the meta and it's just like okay cool so why why can't we still have that same dynamic and be able to be like yes this is optimal right now but this other person has this random ass idea and suddenly this works
0: yep
1: oh shit, this is awesome and then we start looking into that even further you
0: mm-hmm. know it it kind of like, reminds me of this um this, this thing that happened in the fighting game community a few years back so um people that are actually hardcore that are actually like one percent of players that are incredibly good at their p- class are probably like either teaching players how to get better or they've got their head down actually doing that content they're trying new things like uh koeg saying I feel like a lot of the time the vocal players are like, "Oh, you're trash. You should not play the game." Those are probably like they're decent at the game, but not as good as they make themselves out to be. And it really reminds me of um, that fighting game scene thing where there was a big tournament happening, and this fan just gets on the stage when one of their favorite um, players had lost a match and starts trying to to coach the dude in the middle of a um, fighting game tournament. It's like, dude, oh my read God. the room. God, I- yeah read oh, the room and stay in your lane <laughs> like um there's just so much vocalness I've, I've had people say on my um on my comments before that people have told them to go and harm themselves if they're not playing and you know what i say if someone's going to be aggressive and toxic they don't deserve their account um screenshot their stuff report it report them as a player put in a ticket if you have such a negative experience and let's see if they keep doing that <laughs> kind of thing. Like, I, I think there's, sure, there's um, be serious, have fun, encourage people to be better. But once it starts to get into that toxic side, I think, you know what, maybe it's time for you to go and sit in the corner.
1: Yeah, yeah. And that, that leads <laughs> into a question that somebody had in chat uh, earlier. So what do I think about the player base? Or what do we think about the player base? Just just attack on this real quick, mm-hmm. is um, I think the player base as a whole they they all mean well. We all love the game. I don't think there's ever a person who is like, oh my God, I hate the game, or the only reason I'm playing this game is to be sweaty tryhard. Right? I don't think that person actually exists. I think that when those people exist, it's I'm a sweaty tryhard and I want you to be a sweaty tryhard so my game experience is better. Yeah. In which in a lot of ways they mean well. They're just not doing it the way that they should. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. yeah, they need to be sweaty about communication. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think like, honestly,
3: if I can touch on this a little bit. Um, so we actually had an issue like this in my chat earlier. Um, and this was the first time I had to hit the ban button in, in months. Like, I, I never thought I would have to. Even people that I've had problems with in the past, we've talked and now we just kind of respect each other's space. Um, and they don't really talk about my back anymore but it was this issue it was an issue where i wanted to buy precision will too and it was like 20 million in the shop you know me if you watch my streams you know me i always have money like even if it don't look like i have it today i'm going to come back tomorrow <laughs> with like 200 mil don't worry about what i have in my pockets okay so i looked at it and i said you know what i don't really feel like looking up any other way so it was like 24 mil i just spent it Now, granted, the one below it, if I would have just got the capsule, it was like 11 mil. What the guy didn't know was I already had my weapon to fix, so I couldn't just use a raw capsule. I had to get a weapon that already had it on it and then swap it. So in his eyes, I just wasted 24 mil. In my eyes, that was the only way I was going to get precision will too, unless I grind it. So he starts coaching me in the chat. He's like, why would you do that? And then I'm just like, okay, but why are you coaching me when I clearly said I don't care if I'm going to buy it? And then he says well i gotta i gotta let dummies know when they're making when they're wasting money and i'm just like all right ban boom because i'm not even going to argue with you at this point like obviously i didn't care this is my money uh enhance a junk weapon and swap it see but
1: i'm gonna be honest with you yeah you could you could have done that that would have been smart but if this person didn't even mention that then that's... I a, didn't even a, know you could do that. Honestly, I didn't yeah, even know you could do that. Because I what, was you could, like, what you could have done was you could have took the same slot weapon, put a capsule on it, you know, the same way that you would have affixed it normally, and then just swapped it over. Or even, what is you could even do that with a one-slot weapon. It's just put the capsule on it and just call it a day. Um, And just swap the swap the S-ability over. But if the if the homie's not even giving you the time of day to explain this shit like that, nah. Yeah, it was yeah, just
3: immediate like, bad. it was just immediate destruction of my vibe and i was just like all right you know what i'm just gonna ban it and the thing is it's like i say this all the time is that the community in pso2 is for the people who are always there it's a lot smaller than it may seem Mm -hmm. you can walk into block seven you can walk into block 22 and see the same person you saw yesterday three times over um and that's not a bad thing but at the same time it's easier to pick out those bad eggs who are constantly attacking people and instead of trying to drop information then they assume that they can do better or they can coach you like you work for them um, and immediately start putting you down as a player. And my advice to them is always, if you think you can do better, Twitch is free. Go stream, mm-hmm. See how the attitude works for you. But um, the end all be all is I try to be as nice as i possibly can when it comes to like the casual and hardcore players I always try to make sure the casuals know that it's okay you do have to understand that this community is pretty small uh compared to other games so the people who are generally who are generally doing all this hardcore stuff they're speedrunners, and the speedrunners are very good uh you got players like w glint and you have players uh I can't think of any more like Chrono and they're like really good players at PSOs. They can run stuff really fast. It's like nothing to them. So when you're trying to compare yourself to those guys who've been grooming themselves for eight years straight to do nothing but be these beasts at the game, it's not really fair to yourself. You know, you're just starting, you started a couple months ago. You're still trying to figure out everything. Hell, you're still trying to figure out new class. Cause we just got three, we just got two more and you barely even learned your first class. So You know, you just got to take it upon yourself to step back, take a breather. Don't compare yourself to others, but, you know, work at your own pace. And that's really all you can do.
0: One thing I will touch on as well is that um, the greater PSO2 community is pretty good, pretty decent. Um, I've had a lot of good conversations, some spicy, but at the end of the day, it's been pretty good. And the people like there's so many people that say they don't have toxic experience and then later come back and say, hey, I had one. Um, I think the amount of, like, um, people that can't read the room and that are, you know, I'm talking, like, no punctuation, no full stops, you're trash. Those kind of, like, I'm very serious, um and you should be very serious two players are very far and few between. There might be some alliances of players like that, but honestly, they usually stick to themselves anyway. And I do hope they add expert matchmaking. So those players have a space where they can play and they can fill it up with um, sweat. Just, just have like a a sweat meter, just slowly fill up with um, stinky water. And Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah, that'd be cool. That's never going to be me. I'm never going to be a sweaty player myself. And i feel like if i was to stream with expert matching i would be excluding a lot of players so that's why i won't be touching it myself
1: yeah i always stream with it on if i can I do that on jp i can't play the game without expert matching. (laughs) (laughs) okay JP that's fair
3: because then you'll play Sodom and that's like 25 to 30 minutes out of your life for a 13 minute run I'm not going to lie to you
0: Sodom or expert requirements saved my life (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) it's good that we got the option I think like if we get the option Um, for people that want to save their time for people that aren't um, too stressed about it it's good to have that functionality yeah honestly it's more of a time saving thing than it is a who's
3: bad thing like i never want people to look at it and be like oh you're not playing with us because we're bad it's like no i just i want this drop or i need to beat this guy 50 times and i just want to knock it out in an hour so 10 minutes per run let's go
0: Yep. time to um make an account or a character on each each ship oh god that's the true sweat i don't see how y'all do that i have three characters free 99 sir (laughs) (laughs) That's um all right what we're gonna do after the stream is we're gonna be keeping streaming Um, this is the end of the podcast for people listening or watching on youtube but we will have a separate uh session where we're gonna play some pso2 we're not sure what we're gonna do yet we'll figure that out but um i think we're gonna wrap up here um, we've had some pretty good discussions. It's actually like, I wish we had more time, but um, we're already pushing on an hour, I think, uh, by the time this finishes. So, uh, what I will say is thank you for everyone that is stopping by. And if you do want to stick around and maybe play some games with us, we're going to be on ship too. Uh, we've got KOEG, we got Karupi we've got King Kazuma and myself. Uh, King Kazuma's called Rina. Um, And KOEG's character is called. Liar. Yeah. Like the harp. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, There Wait. you go um so we're gonna wrap up here thank you everyone for watching
2: <laughs> what's that
0: <laughs> what did i miss? why did you turn off the light <laughs> he called me a weeb weeb i mean we all are to some degree we're, <laughs> yeah. we're a gradient of weebs we got Keropia is probably the, the most weeb i'm guessing but you, know, you never know maybe king's more weeb in some aspects it's all different you know, stat points me. of weeb right
1: i don't know if 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 we want to bring out if we want to bring out like our true skill tree i could probably rival kurope for sure
0: <laughs> and meanwhile i'm right. just like boomer anime um <laughs> like project we will Echo. get out of addicted to anime one way or another it'll happen uh oh i have something in my eye i hope it's not corn um but any <laughs> some reason I think of that. I was thinking of that. Um, do you remember okay. that, that meme that I like Corm with an M? Mm-hmm. Oh, some reason okay. that was making me think of that thing of old school anime. Um, that was a very weird tangent and probably didn't hit as a joke. But anyway, <laughs> I am looking this up. Um, but anyway, but anyway, um, we'll wrap up here and we're going to play some games some further. So if you are in chat, we'll go to a little transition screen and then we'll um, jump back in on our account. So we'll see you shortly. Thank you everyone for watching. It's been great. Uh, We are on Spotify, all the podcast networks, and also YouTube, Oracle Fleet. And if you haven't seen the stream live, Oracle Fleet on Twitch as well.